Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 37, meaning we're in Exodus 23 and 24, Romans chapter 2, and then Psalm 16. As we look at our Old Testament passage, we're continuing each day to work our way through Exodus. And I want to pick up on two elements of chapter 23 and run throughout the Bible. The first is found in verse 1. You shall not spread false reports. Throughout the Bible, there is a constant mention to the integrity of our words. We're to speak truth at all times. Importantly, that means all the truth, not half the truth. We're to be known as being trustworthy with our reports, not twisting them to meet our own desires or the desires of others. As a pastor, I have had many spiritual attacks from individuals who have given false reports. It is damaging to the individual. It is damaging to the church. But more importantly, it goes against what God has commanded. I would encourage you today, speak truth, not lies. The second is found in verse 19. Give God the first fruits of your land. How much is right to give to God? 10%? 20%? What should we do with missions? How should we give to the local church? So many questions circle around the giving of finances to the Lord's work. We don't have time today to really go into all of these, but let me say this. God always gets our best, not the leftovers and not what we think we can do without. He gets the best of our finances, of our skills, of our energy, of our minds, of our time and anything else that we have to give. He is Lord and therefore our giving should reflect that in our lives. Finally, one more thing on Exodus. At verse 7 of chapter 24, the book of the covenant. Do you know that you hold in your hands the covenant of God known as the Bible? It tells of the life and death promise. Accept Jesus and find life. Reject Jesus and find death. What a privilege we have to be able to open it each day and read the words of our creator God. Let's head into Romans chapter 2. And it's mainly a chapter that's written to the Jewish leaders in mind and can be summed up really in one phrase, practice what you preach. It seems that it was common practice for the religious leaders to pass judgment on others' actions when they themselves were caught in the exact same sin. Verse 11 is clear. God shows no partiality. Sin will be judged in all and those who piously think they're going to get away with it because of their position will be humbled and reminded that the Lord cannot let sin go unpunished. From verse 12 onwards, Paul then points out what the main issue is. The leaders look only to the outward appearance, mainly to circumcision, which was the mark of Israel and God's promised people. Yet as verse 29 points out, God looks at the heart to see if the heart is for God. If the heart is for God, and then the outward actions will be for God. Chapter 2, therefore, leads us to consider our own hearts. Are you someone that judges others of their very sins that you are committing? We are called to be blameless and above reproach, meaning that our own lives before Christ are ones that reflect the holiness and righteousness that Christ so graciously grants us as his children. What in your own hearts needs to be confessed and brought to Jesus for forgiveness? Don't fear confession. Have confidence in the unfailing love of Jesus. Bring your broken and weary hearts to him and let him transform you from the inside out. And then finally today we have Psalm 16. I really like the confidence in the psalm here. Verse 1, you are my Lord. Verse 8, I shall not be shaken. Verse 11, you make known the paths. 
the confidence is placed in the Lord and his power. A great reminder today to not place your confidence in worldly things, for they will ultimately fail. But place your confidence in Jesus, for as it says in verse 11, all fullness of joy is in his presence. So if I can encourage you to do anything today, is to have confidence in Jesus, confess your sin before him and know his unfailing love. Let me pray for you today. Father, we do thank you for Jesus. We thank you that we can confess our sins to him and he will forgive us our sins. Father, I pray for those listening in and, and reading through the programme that they'll be able to come to you, confess their sins and be freed from the guilt and the punishment of that sin and they would live their life to the full for King Jesus. Father, we pray today that hearts would be cleansed, hearts would be transformed and hearts would be for all for you, our King, our Lord, and our Saviour. We pray this in your name. Amen.